Hi there, I'm Namish Patel Owen and you're listening to Live Your True Self, episode number 19. Seven lessons from seven days as a monk. After 18 years doing corporate, in 2018 it became about doing me and doing what I love. It wasn't that long ago that I too felt stuck, lost and asking myself, who am I anyway and what's my purpose? Full of self-doubt, fear of failure and confusion, fast forward to this moment and you'll see a version of me that's true to myself. Calm, confident and clearer than ever before, inspired by Krishna's words in the Bhagavad Gita, one must deliver himself with the help of the mind and not degrade himself. The mind is the friend of the conditioned soul and his enemy as well. So perspective is everything. And no matter where you find yourself on your spiritual journey, allow me to guide you to drop out of your head the busyness in your mind and drop into your heart the sacred space that holds your beautiful soul so that you too can awaken your true self and live life more meaningfully in this moment. Take a deep breath and listen on in. Today's episode, my lovely, is coming from a personal experience from August 2019 after spending seven goodness-filled days as a monk at the Bhaktivedanta Manor, a beautiful temple or sanctuary, if you will, devoted to Krishna consciousness located in the heart of Watford, UK. It was a time when I was searching for deeper meaning, a time when I was ready to receive the wisdom of the Bhagavad Gita and Vedic principles. A time when after 18 years in corporate, I was asking myself, who am I anyway? And what's my true purpose with the rest of my time on this planet? If any of that resonates with you, you don't want to miss this. Marking four years on from this spiritual awakening, allow me to share seven valuable insights that can help you connect with yourself and live life more meaningfully and purposefully. But first, Let's begin with a short guided meditation to set the tone for this enlightening exploration, connecting you with your inner wisdom to receive all that is intended for you. Find a comfortable position where you can be fully present and free from distraction. And if you can, let me invite you to gently close your eyes and take a deep, nourishing breath here. Inhale and exhale.
slowly releasing any tension on the exhale and allowing yourself to relax into your body. And with every breath, feel yourself centering from within. And with every breath, sink deeper into your beautiful body, allowing yourself to connect with your loving heart space. And know that you have the power of your breath to help you feel calm and centered in this moment and in any moment. Allow yourself to breathe naturally and freely. And let me invite you to visualize yourself in the serene surroundings of the Bhaktivedanta Mana, a beautiful sanctuary of spiritual goodness and growth, externally surrounded by luscious greenery and a deep sense of tranquility and internally filled with sacredness and an innate connection to others and the divine. Imagine a gentle stream of golden light flowing down from above, enveloping your entire being in a warm and nurturing embrace. This golden light symbolizes the inner wisdom and goodness that you'll encounter during our time together today. Breathe into this light and as you do, Allow it to fill every element of your being, guiding you towards a deeper connection with your true self and the growth intended for you here in this moment. 
breathe into that, my lovely. Feel the warmth penetrating in your body. Feel the smile radiating on your face. Feel the openness in your heart and mind. Feel your soul tuning into this moment. And as we dive into the seven lessons learned from my seven days as a monk at the Bhaktivedanta Manor, allow yourself to hear what I share, looking for how it applies to you. Setting that as your intention. Allow yourself to feel relaxed as I share the seven lessons. Lesson number one, the power of simplicity. Living as a monk, I discovered the beauty of a simplified life and it inspired me to simplify my life, removing unnecessary distractions and focusing on the real essentials and what was really important to me. For the first time in my life, I felt the beauty of simplicity, free from things, from stuff, from the busyness in my mind, just allowing myself to connect within, with what I had, with what was here, with where I was, connect with nature and connect with a higher source and energy in a straightforward, meaningful way. I remember wearing simple clothes, sleeping on the bottom of a bunk bed in our shared ashram, carrying out simple tasks, trying to do things one thing at a time so as to be mindful and allowing myself to slow down and simply notice and feel in the moment. This allowed me to connect with what truly mattered and tap into this sense of clarity and appreciation within, focusing on what I had already versus what I didn't. Lesson number two, cultivating intuition and inner peace. Before this time, I had this tendency to focus on searching for the how, how to be more successful, how to be more confident, how to be yourself, how to be a better mum, how to quieten the mind, hungry for the how, 
thinking it was something I'd find on the outside and spending time on Google, taking courses, getting qualifications, gaining experience, keeping busy doing lots of doing, thinking that's what I needed. Turns out the answers we seek lie within. We just have to be open to receiving them. So amidst the beauty of our daily routine of prayers, meditation, learning, self-care and service, I realised that the how, the answers I was seeking and the true inner peace, Shanti, I longed for this chapter of my life was actually within me already. By turning inwards instead of outwards, even for this brief time, I felt my mind quieten. I connected with the present moment. I found a profound sense of inner calm and being that I hadn't felt before. I certainly felt my intuition, this gut feeling, and that brought an awakening and a new lease of life for me that I'll be super grateful for. Lesson number three, embracing community and connection. In a short time, being a monk, Bhaktivedanta Manor taught me the importance of unity and support from others. Being part of a close-knit community of devotees, no matter where you were on your spiritual journey, fostered a sense of belonging and reminded me of the significance of genuine human connections. And the premise of the Bhagavad Gita that we are all spiritual beings having a human experience started making even more sense. I felt a spiritual connection because we are all in fact connected. I just didn't know it until this point. Connecting with the other three ladies also doing the monk challenge and hearing the individual stories of the other residential devotees I encountered made me see value of experiencing this life in community, in union with like-minded souls, just like you. I remember one of those days, we even took a trip to central London to the Hare Krishna temple near Tottenham Court Road and did Harinam, which is chanting, singing and dancing whilst walking through Leicester Square, connecting with others. It was so liberating. I'd seen it before and never thought that I'd be, I'd be doing it. But this is the power of embracing community and connection. Lesson number four, letting go of attachments. For the first time, I left my two kiddos, who were two and five back then, and my husband for a whole week 
I arrived with a little trolley bag um, and a handbag, not knowing what to expect, but feeling called to be exactly where I was. This was my first lesson in detachment and trusting my intuition, even though I felt unsure. Detaching from what I knew, what I had, what was familiar, and the expectations I had of life, and stepping into a week of letting go. Whilst not even knowing what I was wanting to let go of, or even needed to let go of, but there definitely was something to let go. Through learning the practice of detachment and observing other devotees living this way, I began to notice my attachment to material possessions and expectations, which is totally normal by the way. But this allowed me to experience a greater sense of awareness, freedom and liberation And one thing I consciously did was to not use my phone apart from one call per day with the kiddos and Steve, my husband, and taking some uh, photos and videos uh, for keepsake. I have to be honest, I miss the family a lot, though I knew what I was doing and where I was was right for me. I did also miss some creature comforts, believe me, but not having them helped me appreciate them even more. More work to be done in terms of detachment. Lesson number five, self-discovery through service. Engaging in selfless service or seva was an eye-opener and transformative experience. Serving others without expecting anything in return opened my heart and revealed new dimensions of who it is I truly am and the way I saw others practicing seva brought me a new perspective. When I left Corpora in 2018, I made it my mission to find myself, and Gandhi's words became my strategy. The best way to find yourself is to lose yourself in the service of others, and that's what I did. However, being a monk, I learned the concept of selfless service in a deeper way. So service or seva is what we did, it's what we do. We helped clean the outside of the Gorshala, which was the cow sanctuary on site, ready for Jamnashtmi, which was a big event coming up. We sweeped and cleaned. We served prashadam, which is um, the blessed holy food. We helped out with packaging in the gift shop factory. We picked weeds and plants. We offered our hand and heart in anything that needed to be done that we could do from a place of love and service. Essentially, being in service with no expectation, service to others, service and contribution for our higher purpose. And in doing so, these simple acts of service 
I spent time with my brain, I spent time with my body, cultivating love in whatever it was I was doing in a way I hadn't done before, unknowingly discovering who I truly am and also who I am not. Lesson number six, the beauty of ritual and routine. The structured daily routine and rituals at Bhaktivedanta Mana highlighted the importance of consistent practices. Rituals such as prayers, chanting, meditation and lectures, even timings for meals became anchors that kept me and other devotees connected to the spiritual journey. Just like anything in life, when you have a routine, you and others know what to expect. You know where to be and when, in what frame of mind and energy, and you're ready to serve with an open heart. For me and the other ladies on the week challenge, we woke up at 3 a.m most days for the morning program. The philosophy lecture was at 8am, breakfast was at 9am and then we went on to our daily schedule in keeping with the routine and rituals of the other devotees at the manor. Ending each day with reflection and an early night around about 9pm. Lesson number seven finding joy and meaning in devotion, bhakti. As I immersed myself in devotional practices, I discovered a profound sense of joy, meaning, Lesson number seven, finding joy and meaning in devotion, bhakti yoga. As I immersed myself in devotional practices, I discovered a profound sense of joy, meaning and connection with the divine. Lord Krishna, I was introduced to the concept of living by the principles of ABCD association, books, chanting and devotional service. Doing any of these activities throughout your day, bringing you closer to your higher self and to God. The Kirtan became a massive source of inspiration and an avenue to express my truest self. This is the repetitive singing and chanting of mantras and devotional bhajans or hymns accompanied by instruments like the harmonium, which is a small hand-pumped organ, the manjira, which are hand cymbals, and the mirdanga drum, which you'd be familiar with. It truly touches your soul. I noticed the intensity, dedication, and commitment to all devotional practices from the devotees and couldn't help but immerse myself in a way I hadn't done before.
It felt so good, like I'd found a piece of me and something so amazing to connect with. So that's my seven lessons from seven days as a monk at the Bhaktivedanta Manor. There is so much more I could share with you, um, like understanding the different Hindu gods and their roles, that yoga is more than asana, yoga is a way of being, uh, bhakti yoga is devotion to God, surrendering, being referred to as Mataji, someone of very high regard, which was an absolute privilege and honour. And there's so much more, but I'll save this all for another episode. So I hope that served you, my lovely. I am super grateful for everyone that I was privileged to have crossed paths with. My experience at the manor during this time of growth for me was an absolute inspiration. Um, the guidance, the knowledge of these spiritual beings is limitless. And I'm also grateful to have walked this path with the lovely Haley and Barrel. So now let me invite you to take a few minutes to reflect on what you've heard and more importantly, what came up for you, what you're taking away. And finally, take a moment to appreciate yourself and where you're at on your spiritual journey. There is no right or wrong. Simply walking your path, staying connected and letting your soul guide you every step of the way. Take a deep breath and bring yourself back into the space that holds you. I'm super grateful for you being here today, beautiful soul, on another episode of Live Your True Self podcast. I will see you next week, same time, same place. Until then, I'm sending lots of love. Namaste. 
Thank you for listening and being here with me on Live Your True Self podcast. I'd be super grateful for your support by leaving a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Tell us what you love about the show and by doing so, you'll help others discover it too. And if you want to stop doubting yourself and start doing more of what you love, my free masterclass, Drop Doubt and Do You in Three Simple Steps is just what you need. Go to www.namishapatelowen.com right now, click the link and you'll receive the three video lessons straight to your inbox. No more settling on what you really want, no focusing on what you don't have, no hiding your feelings anymore. Take the class and tap into your inner goodness right away, my lovely.